Um, your audio, I can hear it echoing just a little. I don't know if, if you can do anything about that. It's Is that bad. better? I had my sound in my headphones up too high, but I was picking it up. Yeah. Well, hope it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't bad, and it was like I didn't want to interrupt you because you were like going. So yeah, I could kind of hear it too, honestly. And I was just like, mm, <laughs> <probably> nothing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hi, I'm Taylor, and I'm Maddie, and it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on a reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we will be going over our top secret posh tips. This is a part two of a recent episode, and we thought of some more tips. So, Also, our top secret posh tips part one is currently our most popular episode. It has like more listens than like almost double the listens of some of our other episodes. So people are liking the tips, and we thought of a few more, and we'd love to make this kind of a regular episode where... Every now and again, when we have new tips to share, we can kind of compile them into an episode like this. So before we get into the tips, what's new with you this week? How's it going? Pretty good. We're in September. Fall has begun, kind of, even though it's still hot in Arizona and Texas, but doesn't stop us too much. Actually, just today, the update I wanted to share is I sold a 10-item bundle which, oh my goodness, (laughs) I feel like we never really sell. I mean, it's pretty rare that we even sell like any bundles, like almost like 99% of all of our sales are just like one item going to one person. So any bundle is always really exciting, but I was just so excited to send 10 items out in one box. Although I had a little bit of a hard time fitting them all into one (laughs) of the post ops. I even had the large flat rate size, but She had like a sweater and a couple other pullover sweatshirts. And it was like, (gasps) going to have to squeeze this in. I like fit, did fit it all in because there were tank tops and like smaller items too. But yeah, I like literally taped around the box and like around the sides of the seams just because I'm like, I don't want this to bust open and it's really full. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was really fun to have a big bundle like that. It was cool too, because when I looked at my... So she had messaged me this morning and when I looked back through our, our, at her bundle, she had been someone that I messaged like around like August 10th or 11th when I was running the name your own price sale. And she was one of the people that had like started liking a few items. And then I kind of sent her a follow-up message and she was like switching things out. And then she ended up just kind of not buying anything, ghosting, but she returned two weeks later. She's two weeks back. later, she was like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I haven't been on Poshmark. I missed your offers, but I'm still like really interested in these items. I finished looking through and I was like, Oh, no problem. So I gave her a really good deal, but it, you know, some of the stuff, it was a good mix. Like some of them were newer items that I was excited about, but there was also a few that have been hanging around my closet for a while that I was happy to give her a really good deal on. I shipped that out same day. So I hope, hope she likes everything. And then something devastating happened. I was just telling Maddie the other day that I haven't had a sale on Mercari in like two weeks. This morning, like I had, I woke up, I had the 10 item bundle. Then I had like two other good sales on Poshmark. And then my phone, yeah, it's like a good sales day for me. Like, I think like 13 items have sold now. And then I, my phone, bring message from Mercari. You just made a sale. And I'm like, yes, the curse is broken go to my closet it was one of the items that was in the 10 item bundle so i had to cancel it and it's like the 10 item bundle you probably already had it all packed up at this oh i know it was already packed up because i I did think about that because i'm like the mercari offer was for more than what i would have sold her in the bundle but i'm like i can't risk trying to cancel this order like yeah 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 yeah. so i'm like nope she gets priority first come first serve and i just canceled the mercari one but Ah, heartbreaking because I've been doing so good about keeping up, even though I haven't had that many sales in Mercari. Like my closet over on Mercari is pretty clean right now. Like I don't have, like I have been going through at least like once 
every few Things days sell, a week. Yeah. yeah. It was that literally was just sold an hour before. This. No. Like it was going to be one you sold like two weeks ago or something, but that's so... No, it was an hour before and I'm like, I just didn't get in there to, to turn it off. But yeah, but, but maybe like if you would have made that Sailor Mercari before and delete and like made it not active on Posh Mark, then what if that was the item that was like sweetening the deal for the 10 item bundle? You know, true. it like, was a really cute dress that could have been the moneymaker item. <laughs> so what's meant to be is meant to be, I guess. We're not going to lose too much sleep over it. We still made the 10 item bundle sale and we got a little, little, little action on Mercari. So yeah. can't complain. <laughs> That's awesome. Good to, good to know. I'm still getting notifications over there. Yes. Oh, one other update while I'm talking about that. I recently decided to open the Depop app for the first time. <laughs> like, a couple weeks did they and turn yours off yeah they yeah. were like oh you haven't you we haven't logged into the app so yeah deactivated all your listings but now that you opened it we can put it back up and i'm like oh, i didn't know i had to be opening the app so often i was waiting for it to <laughs> tell me something sold yeah i get that a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of over depop me too might delete <laughs> might delete what is new with you this week okay you kind of stole my thunder a little bit with the bundle <laughs> <laughs> 10 item bundle but like you were saying like we never get bundles unless we're like running a sale mm -hmm. they're so infrequent so when you get a bundle it's so exciting it happens all the time where like someone likes one item in your closet then you send them the offer and then they start liking other stuff and then like in the comments you write i could do 40 for all three or something yeah <laughs> and then, like you never hear from a, them again kind of like you were saying and i did that same thing like i do that all the time nothing really ever happens typically back to back within like a couple hours i had two bundles one for two items and one for three items sell and like all the items in the bundles were either like really low cost for me or they were like personal items so they were like super exciting things to get cleared get out sent out <laughs> so that was on the first of the month too so i was like okay september off with a bang yeah definitely other than that we are recording at the very beginning of Labor Day weekend, which I looked up earlier this week and the Salvation Army by me always runs a holiday sale where they have 50% off the whole store. <gasps> I don't know how, I like only go when they're having this. Like the last time I went was the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird plans, but. You're um, part of their holiday schedule. Yeah, exactly. So. I looked that up. They're running the sale. So I'm definitely going to be doing that on Monday since I have the day off. Go over there, hopefully get some items for a really low cost of goods. It's going to be shocking after going to Play-Doh's for so many weeks, seeing the low prices there. So I'm really looking forward to that. True. Especially with a half off, it's going to be like yeah. a completely different world. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I recommend checking your Salvation Army's website or even Goodwill sometimes, just depending on the area, does sales like that for holidays. So check it out. Actually, this will be coming out after the fact, so never mind. <laughs> Get them next time. Get them <laughs> for Halloween. Mark your calendars, boys. <laughs> Veterans Day. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Awesome. So our next segment that we like to feature on the podcast is our listener question and answer, our Q&A. So this week we received a question on Instagram. They were wondering, after we get a like, how fast do we send out an offer? It kind of just depends on the day, which is, of course, the worst answer. Oh, it depends. But I think as soon as possible would be my answer. Kind of balancing the... You know, you don't want to just be on your phone all day long. Obviously, nobody does. Kind of balancing that with getting back to the customers same day or next day, I think definitely helps. Like from the customer's perspective, like if I see an item and like it, if they don't send me an offer or something, I'll after like a day or so, like I'll kind of even just forget about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Typically, I go in like in a perfect world, I would go in twice or three times a day and like any likes I have send an offer to and send our message of just like hey I saw you like this item or I saw you were shopping in my closet let me know if you have any questions 
in the in their bundle as well i do basically the same thing just in the moment as much as possible but definitely days where i do them all at once later on yeah which sometimes works because like you know someone might have sent you or like liked the item that morning before their shift or something and then you catch them kind of as they're winding down for the night so kind of works out Whenever we're checking our, you know, notifications, I feel like whenever we see the new likes rolling in, we just basically send the offers out however long it's been since the last time we checked our closet. I mean, we both are pretty on on top of our Poshmark. That's like the one app we are always checking in on the most for sure. And so usually it's only been a few hours and then I just round up the last few and send it off. So as soon as I see it, I do have just a little note and I don't know what you do, Maddie, but I don't have the notifications on for Poshmark on my phone because it's just a little bit too much for me when it's like the shares. Yeah. The shares of it all where it's sending, I don't have the push notifications on. So like every couple hours or whenever I'm scrolling through Poshmark, that's when I check in and do that. Do you have the notifications on? Yeah. For you, it's more of a surprise. (laughs) For me, it's more of a surprise. I, I feel like it's kind of like a conspiracy theory in my head to where I'm like, it's kind of like a watch pot never boils. Like if I have notifications, <laughs> I like, I more like to like blindly, like not look. And then like, I check in like every two hours and I'm like, Oh, I was feeling like I had a sale. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably yeah. not good business. I should probably. No, I, I see what you mean because I wish you could like filter them a little bit because they're either like on or off. I believe yeah. you have to have all of them on or on all of them off. And you do get a ton of notifications from the shares. I have mine on right now, which it is really fun when you're just sitting there and you like look down and it's like someone sent you an offer, or like you just made a sale and so exciting. But yeah, it's so annoying getting all of the the share notifications. So I might try that for a week or so. Kind of recommend because like it, it lets me unplug, especially being full time. It's like almost too obsessive for me to like have it on like that all the time. Yeah. Just to like always know exactly what's going on with every notification because I mean we have a lot of items in our closets now so it's like kind of too much with all the sharing I will say that the notifications I also have Poshmark downloaded on my iPad and the notifications are on on my iPad I don't really use my iPad that much but one time my husband Rick was like using the iPad for like I don't know he's playing a game or something and it was like going off on Poshmark on the top of the screen. And he was like, is this how it, what it's always like? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, did you just make 100 sales? He's like, are we like really rich now? <laughs> All right. That brings us to our listener win segment. So this is a new segment where we highlight a listener win, anything reseller related, feel free to send us an email or DM us on Instagram. If you have a reselling win you'd like us to share on an upcoming episode, it's just a fun way to kind of highlight all of us. So this week, our sister Macy went to Plato's Closet and she had just listened to our jeans episode and learned about the brand Agoldie. And she was at Play-Doh's. She said she was kind of getting kind of frustrated, not finding anything in the jeans. And then all of a sudden, bam, she sees a pair of Goldie jeans. And she texted both of us asking if she should buy them, if the price was right, you know, all that kind of stuff. She ended up getting them. She listed them right when she got home. She bought them for $15, I believe. And then she put them up on Poshmark. And within an hour, she sold them for $100 on Poshmark, which was her best flip to date. That was like super fun, like roller coaster ride to be on with her because we were getting the notifications of like when she found it, when she decided to buy it. it. Yeah. And then she ultimately sold it all just within one little afternoon. So that was really awesome. Congrats, Macy. Congrats, Macy. I know I was like not by my phone during that like part of the day when she like was at Play-Doh's and she was texting us in our like group chat. So I didn't see it until she already already sold them. I'm like, oh my gosh, you step away for like two hours and so much can happen. Notifications (laughs) off. I'm unplugged. (laughs) But we were so proud of that her. And I just can't believe the timing of just like we 
like it was a couple days after the jeans episode went up or maybe even the same day or the next day yeah, or something yeah big sale yeah so it just goes to show a goldie jeans really good item to be picking up if you find it for a good price yeah keep an eye out we said in our top 10 jeans brands we're like they sell fast this is like the hottest brand on the list we weren't lying if you see them pay up for them <laughs> definitely all right so next up we are bringing to you live our Posh News Update. Each week, we'll give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. Okay, so this week's Posh News Update is not really new news, but it is new to us. Finally, some clarity about closet clear out. I saw someone post on Instagram about, you know, for closet clear out, they do give you a shipping discount if you lower the price by more than 10%. But sometimes the shipping discount is $4.99. Sometimes it's $3.99. What do you do? What do you say? You never know. Is it random? We got to the bottom of it. We found out that there are some thresholds and that is what determines the shipping prices. Yeah, so... The thresholds are, if you lower the price to under $50, it'll trigger $4.99 shipping. If you lower the price between $50 and $150, the shipping drops to $3.99. And then anything over $150, it drops to free shipping. Yeah, this is news to us for sure. I know in our message that we send out for Closet Clear Out, which we've had a whole episode dedicated to Closet Clear Out. So definitely check that out if you haven't already. In that message, we say something kind of vague where we're like, it'll trigger $4.99 shipping or lower. <laughs> <laughs> like details may apply. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I change it to $3.99 or lower, but I thought the threshold was like, $80 or something. So, I mean, we could be really marketing this. Yeah. I think the better. more, you know, the the more clearly you can market it because same here. I I've, I've only ever advertised it as the 499 or lower, but whenever it is 399, I'm always like taking note and really excited, but I wasn't really sure where the cutoff was, or right. I actually honestly thought all closet clear out was just like randomized. I, I knew they probably like favored the higher priced things, but I didn't know that if there was a strict cutoff or if like, there's so many per day and you just are on a lottery or what it is. And I definitely did not know about if you drop it to $150 or higher that then Closet Clear Out would offer free shipping to the buyer. I mean, we don't have a lot of items that would qualify for that. I don't even think I have any items that qualify for that listed in my closet right now. In the past, like not to bring it up again, but the Christian Louboutin purse, I could have been advertising the free shipping deal on Closet Clear Out days. Would have been good to know. Definitely something to keep in mind. As we head into the next closet clear out day, switching up the messages maybe, or know your levels, know what the deals are going to be Ooh, in that way. You could make a text, another text replacement that's like CCO three or something for the three ninety nine one. Oh, so because we have had it many times where we're doing a closet clear out where it's like we're offering them like fifty five dollars or sixty dollars for something. Right. Those would be nice to know because three ninety nine does sound. Like a Way very good deal. better than four ninety nine. Like light years beyond four ninety nine. <laughs> Definitely. Honestly, it sounds like practically free to me. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the main portion of our episode today. We have five new top secret posh tips that we're going to go over today. Yes. Some of these are totally brand new information we've never talked about on the podcast. And some of them are maybe things we've mentioned in passing, but again, we just think it's a great idea to just have it all compiled into these top five lists every now and then. So that way, you know, if you're like the highlights, yeah, the highlight <laughs> reel. <laughs> exactly. So the first top secret posh tip is when you are thrifting, at Goodwill or Plato's Closet, take a look at the new racks that are just coming onto the floor because that is where all the new good stuff is that has never been picked through by other customers, aka other resellers, aka other people that might be looking for the same brands and styles as you. With this, I will say you do have to be a bit sneaky shopping the just-in racks sometimes, especially I'm thinking at Goodwill because 
technically, I don't think you're supposed to do that. Sometimes you just got to do it. It really depends store to store. Like the Chicago store, like they would actually be mad at you and like tell you not to at the Goodwill. Yeah. But then other stores, it's like they have a little sign on there being like, you're not supposed to. <laughs> but like, they don't really care. <laughs> they don't really say anything. And definitely at Play-Doh's, like at least at the one I've been to, like they do not care at all. And they- They're like, help no us sign. take the off. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, if someone is telling you not to, definitely don't. Like, yeah, <laughs> common sense. But if you can, it's a really good way to see the new item. And then kind of a sub tip of this. So let's say you go to Goodwill. This happens to be a lot of Goodwill because... And you get yelled at. <laughs> you get yelled at with the new rack. You're like, not supposed to be shopping it. and Or there aren't any new racks. So you're like, oh, now what do I do? And now I, I can't use this tip. How will I know what's new? Then you can take matters into your own hands by figuring out what the newest color tag is for that week. The Goodwill tags, they all run on like a cycle. So it's, you know, I think there's like five or six different colors. I just saw someone recently post on Instagram, like showing the order for them in Phoenix here. And I definitely took a screenshot because that's just like nice to know of like, which yeah. are the new in tags, which ones are the ones that are 50% off, which are the tags that are going to be a dollar on starting on Thursday. And then the cycle just begins again. If you just take note of whatever color tag is on the new rack or the tags also have dates on them. So if you kind of look for look down a rack and find like today's date and figure out what color tag that is then you can keep that in the back of your mind and if you're on a time crunch or you know you've been to the same goodwill multiple times there's only like one or two goodwills in your area that can be a good resource for you to not have to actually go through every single item every single time you go you can just kind of take a mental note like oh today's purple tags and then you can just kind of like scan your eyes down like the whole jeans rack and only stop and look at the new purple tags because those are like basically like the new rack items today i was on like a time crunch when i went to goodwill so i i used that today and yeah i was able to find a pair of frame jeans that were only 5.99 because they were the new color and i i like barely spent any time going down the jeans that way i will say it's a little harder to do with like the dresses and the shirts just because of where the tags are placed on the items you kind of have to like look through a little closer but especially on like pants or skirts or shorts where the tags right on the edge you can kind of really easily scan down our next tip we have tested out over the summer as we've had kind of some plans being away from home and therefore being away from shipping our items out. The tip is to send in your message when you're sending out an offer to include, I could ship this out today, those words in the message. Obviously, you know, then you, if they buy it, you do have to ship it out that day. You don't want to be rude. Um, but we've found success with sending that. It does just kind of add a little bit of urgency come to an agreement on price, especially if you're like kind of bidding back and forth, that could be a good like incentive or something you could offer. Um, that's not necessarily like monetary, but something to kind of sweeten the deal. So we've done this every once in a while. I think it's something I want to do more like consistently. We, we play yeah. Yeah. Like, if I know I'm going to already be shipping a few items that night, like just like the whole day kind of plan out, like, okay, I'm going to send this. I've really only done it when I know, like I have to turn my closet on vacation because I'm like going to the airport in a couple hours. Like that's when I've done it just like with the, on a need basis. But I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't do this. If you, you know, you're going to be going to the post office that day or dropping them off at the blue box or something. So like on the days you're going to go to the post office anyway, like all your offers that morning and afternoon being like, I'm going to the post office this afternoon so I can ship this out today. Like, let me know if you're interested, but definitely yeah. same where I'm like, that, that should be something we almost incorporate all the days we're going to the post office as like yeah. the new, the new message. Like, like you said earlier, we might need to make a new text replacement Yeah. for like immediate shipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a few I, new ones. Yeah. 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 This episode, we're gonna have to go revamp our whole text, <laughs> our whole keyboard app. The other way I was using it today, actually. So today it is Friday the third, and it is Labor Day on Monday. So the post office is closed on Monday. 
So today I've had, like I mentioned, the 10 item bundle um, when I was messaging <laughs> her mention, back and forth. Did I? Oh, I, you guys. I don't know if you guys heard. I don't. Sorry. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to brag, but I did have a 10 item bundle this morning. <laughs> and when she messaged me being like, Hey, I just, I like missed your last offers. I like finally made my final decisions. Like, would you still give me a deal on this or whatever she said? I made sure to include in my message back, like kind of adding an extra sense of urgency to like try to get the deal today by being like, yep, I'll, I just sent you an offer. Let me know if that works so I can ship it today since the post office is closed on Monday. <laughs> just, to be, just to be like, you don't want to have to wait, girlfriend. <laughs> let's get this going. <laughs> let's get, let's get a, like, um, let's make a deal. Yeah. <laughs> if you're able to do anything to like speed up the shipping process, I think people, that is a really good incentive for buyers. I'm thinking of like websites, you know, like around Christmas time or like holiday time, it'll, you'll be in the checkout and it'll like, say like, you will get this by Christmas. Like, Christmas don't worry. guarantee, Christmas yeah. Eve. Where yeah. I'm almost like, maybe at the beginning of December, I mean, it's kind of risky because it's like a little out of our hands. <laughs> True. But at the beginning of December, we could be like, this will be there in time for Christmas. Good to know. And good to know how you can use that as leverage to make a sale. All right. Our third tip. We have talked about this a little bit in the past, but that is when you have the unfortunate situation happen where you have a case opened against you. So on Poshmark, let's say you sell something, you didn't notice like the other week I sold this free people dress and I didn't notice that like the little top button in the back, the little like loop for the button to be looped into was broken. And so I had a case open against me for that being like that. I didn't disclose the damage to the item. Our top secret tip is if you're in a situation where a case is opened against you, I honestly think the best course of action for Poshmark specifically is just to not say anything because, you know, like we've mentioned before, you, you're paying Poshmark 20% processing fee to like host your items on their website. And also they handle the customer service and returns, like let them work for that 20% of your item. Because I, I find the times that I chime in and say something, (laughs) it never helps like me. It always like, it's either like me chiming in and then it's like doing, there was something wrong with the item, then they're going to favor with the, they're going to side with the buyer and then have the, the item returned back to you, which isn't the end of the world. That happens sometimes, even if you do stay silent, but I feel like it's happened a few times to me where I've stayed silent on a case, plead the fifth, don't say anything. And then Poshmark will, will resolve it in favor of both the seller and the buyer, which I think is like the best case scenario because then you still get your money for like a little honest mistake. The buyer doesn't have to go through the hassle of like sending it back to you or returning it, doing the shipping of it all. I know that they would get a label and stuff, but that just seems like kind of a headache for some of these like items that it's kind of a lot. Well, especially if they don't sell on Poshmark and it's like, like where do I get a mailer? What do I do? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's I'm... easier said than done to not say anything. I mean, oh yeah, it's so hard <laughs> sometimes with these, you know, to take them personally and get defensive where your knee-jerk reaction is to be like, oh, I didn't know, blah, 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 like <laughs> all this stuff. But yeah, it's, it is just best to let Poshmark handle it. Obviously, if I've never had this happen, but say there was a case where they were saying things were wrong with the item and you knew for a fact, like, when you shipped it out, that wasn't the case. Maybe that would be a moment to chime in. I don't know, but I think so. I think our advice then would be either say like just the facts very briefly or just say nothing. Cause it's not worth right. just doing like he said, she said back and forth in the comments. Like, I feel like that never works out in your favor unless no. it's like a simple fact or being like, oh, in photo three, you can see that here or whatever. If you need That's to say something I mean. like that. Yeah, exactly. Then yeah, maybe do that if you need to. But for the most part, I've just been taking a, I'm just not really responding to any cases. We typically don't get a lot of cases, but I did have one or two cases over the summer. And it's like, I feel like whenever I respond, first of all, I like have a bad day. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, like it doesn't really change the end result of what Poshmark's going to do anyway. So it's like, might as well just stay out of it. Right. So yeah, this is just Poshmark specific on Mercari if a case is opened against you 
there's like a spot in there to respond back just to Mercari, like their representative. So, I mean, I would still in that case only say like true facts of like, oh, in picture three, you can see that the rise is indeed 10 inches or whatever they may be saying is wrong with the item. There's no reason to get like emotional in, <laughs> in there. On Mercari, I would, I probably would respond. Yeah, just since it goes strictly to Mercari, you're not really going back and forth with exactly stick to the facts stay concise or plead the fifth we're, we're loving calling it plead the fifth it's yeah. like funny <laughs> our next top secret posh tip is to add a video to your listings so this was a new feature in the last few months of being able to add a short video one video to each of your listings if you want to kind of just bring it to life or highlight it in a different way that a picture might not be able to. And we've been toying around with this a little bit since we've been a little more active on Instagram of sharing some of our hauls through video. We are we already just like have this content <laughs> in yeah, video. Yeah, so you might form. as well put it to good use. Exactly. So we've been adding these to some of our listings and have found success with that. I think it shows up as like you can't have it as like the cover photo, but you can have it as like the second thing that they'll see if they click on your item. And it definitely brings things to life more than a picture would. So it could make you stand out a little bit. We're still kind of experimenting with if we're seeing a super tie to like the selling piece of it. But I feel like especially for those items where you can't find a stock photo, like it's something that's a little more like shapeless or boxy on the hanger. It's just like not doing it justice. Taking even like a little video of it on the hanger so you could, they can like see the movement or if it's in your size, trying it on for a video. Yeah. And especially if you're already putting some, some video of it on Instagram, like it's super easy to just use a short clip of it. So yeah, yeah, just something we've been trying out. And if you're just doing a video of it on the hanger, it's super quick to just do take a video of it while you're taking the pictures for the listing already since you already have it like hung up. Yeah. I know I'm thinking of this one maxi dress that I have that I couldn't find a stock photo for. And like the way the neckline was, it like doesn't hang on a hanger very like well. So being able to like, and with a maxi dress, you have to like back up so much to take It just a never picture. looks that good when it's a maxi dress yeah. on the hanger. It's so long. Yeah. So being able to go up close and kind of just like pan up and down the dress and kind of like flow it with my hand. Shows the details off yeah. and just adds a little pizzazz. Makes it look way better. So that's definitely something we want to keep using. One thing that's interesting about when you do add uh, video to your listings is it does show up for 24 hours on your Poshmark story, which well, it does. I don't think that's doing anything for anything, to be no. honest. I think that's a potential waste of time on Poshmark part two. But um, <laughs> I, I did see that because I added, I added probably like 10 videos to like 10 of my listings last week. And then I was like, oh, I have a story. What's going on? And it was like all the videos I had just added. So <laughs> something to be aware of. It's super active on Poshmark that day. <laughs> Oh yeah. I'm sure people were just <laughs> checking that out like crazy. <laughs> All right. Our final tip for this episode is going to be printing your labels in bulk on Poshmark. So this was a newer feature that was rolled out maybe like six months to maybe a year ago. I don't really remember when that rolled out. Basically how it used to be is when items would sell on Poshmark, you could either like in the sold items section of your Poshmark, you could just download the shipping labels there and it would download them as a PDF, or it would automatically send the shipping labels all to your email. You don't have to print all your labels one by one from Poshmark, either in your email or by downloading them all one by one from your sales. Now, if you look in your sales, so if you go to your Poshmark, you look at my sales tab, and then at the top, so it'll show your list of all of your items that you've sold recently. And there's a little button that says actions. And if you click on that, there's a spot that says download shipping labels. And there's a box that says select all, and it'll select all of the recently sold items that are not scanned yet by the post office. And you can download them all into one, in one file that way. And that way you can print them all 
just off of one document, which if you have a thermal label printer, so easy to do. It just shoots all, like if you made 10 sales, it'll shoot all 10 labels out at once with like one click of a button. Saves you a lot of time from going back and forth, downloading them all or checking your email for them all for each item. Yeah, because um, when you're doing it one by one, you have to like pull up the PDF, print it out. And then sometimes you have a bunch pulled up and you're like, did I already print this one? Like, I remember I would always like print multiples of the same one accidentally. Yeah. Because I'd like get them mixed up. It was kind or of I'd like consuming. think I printed them all and then I'd be like, oh, I forgot one. And I have to like go back and figure it out later. Yeah. So this has been a big time saver just with the shipping process for us. So definitely check it out. Even if you only have like three sales or something to ship out at once, I still think it's worth it to like get them all consolidated into one PDF and then just print that off. And once you complete the whole shipping process and get them all packaged and dropped off at the post office in that same drop down Taylor was talking about with the actions, you can mark them as shipped all of them at the same time too. So I remember I would like do that manually going back into each individual sale. And there's like three things that you have to check that you've done of like, okay, it, it. It, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I wouldn't do those like as I was actually doing it, but like, it was so many like things to check. I know so- I had heard a tip from someone being like, just don't even bother doing that. And then once it scans at the post office, it'll obviously automatically show as shipped. But now that there's the actions that you can do it in bulk, now I yeah. always do it because it's like, get it off my plate like me so too because sometimes that doesn't show up as scanned right away I feel like yeah especially like a year ago there was all those issues with the post office yeah so. <laughs> but now it's even easier and I think like even if you only have one or two sales I think both of us have been more in the boat of like maybe like a couple times a week or every other day or every three days is when we do all of our shipping from the last two days So basically at the start of like a shipping session, we just pull the shipping labels from the last time since we shipped and it's super easy. Awesome. So those are our top secret posh tips, part two. Definitely give these a try if you haven't yet. And we will keep brainstorming more tips since we know this is a popular topic to share in the future. If you have any top secret tips, we haven't mentioned yet definitely reach out to us and we'd love to highlight those on a future episode as well i know when we did our like uh biggest waste of time and good uses of time on poshmark episode and then like the next episode after that we did like a recap hearing back from the listeners on like yeah what they voted on if they think it's a good use of time or not I think it'd be cool to do something similar with top secret posh tips, but doing like a listener edition where it's like tips that we hear from you that maybe we haven't even tried. Um, We can kind of like react to them or like. Especially like Mercari tips. I feel like. True. Yeah. Like we kind of, we kind of just do the minimum over there. So. Yeah. If there was any secret tips that were not too time consuming, we would definitely be (laughs) wanting more information. (laughs) Excellent. Well, that brings us to our final segment, our fave segment, our goals. So we have kind of a two-part update because we have to wrap up how we ended August. And then we also want to set goals for September. So how did you end up August, Maddie? August ended up really well for me for sales gross sales I was at 1520 and what was the goal 800 or 900 I think it was 900 you're trying to make it more dramatic and so oh my gosh you're like I almost doubled it yeah that's exactly really excited about that definitely had some hot ticket items that I found this month and was able to sell so definitely reflected in the number how many so I know you had that really good Plato's haul yeah the really really good after that haul your numbers were just skyrocketing through the roof Uh, how many items of that are left even i feel like they all sold good question like the patagonia sold the alice and olivia sold (laughs) the goldies sold the goldies sold girlfriend sold mother (laughs) sold i still got some good stuff from that one that was about 30 items i'd say i think like half of them have sold (laughs) Okay, I was mentally kind of thinking it has to be close because I, I feel like every day you're telling me one of them sold. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. 
definitely makes you feel good when you invest some money in this and see the returns right away. So my second goal for August was to share my closet three times a day, back to basics. And I think I did pretty good on that. I was tracking it for a few weeks really consistently. Then I was kind of like back in the groove of doing it. So I kind of stopped writing it down that I was sharing my closet three times a day. But I think I'm back in the swing of accomplishing that. So feeling good about it. That's something I delegate to my husband a little bit too. And I've noticed (laughs) he's been, because there's that spot in your, your seller tools that you can see how many shares you've had in the last 30 days. I like to just look at that every once in a while. And multiply like by how many items you have and be like, is this about three times a day? (laughs) Yeah. And just kind of like ballpark of if it's over X amount, like I know that's like pretty good for like my size closet and what I'm hoping to do. So that's kind of a good gauge to see that it's up there and yeah, it's been really high recently. So he's been, he's been doing it while I've been working. Shout out Bjorn. (laughs) Shout out the husband. He'll never hear this. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, you guys are still making episodes. I had no idea. (laughs) All right. How was August for you? August was pretty good. I fell short of my goal of 3000, but I got really close. I ended at 2940 for the month. So that's like pretty much there. We're pretty much there. We could round it. We're pretty close. We're within the ballpark. We're comfortable. It's good. That's one extra dress. One extra dress. Exactly. I know I sold, I sold those, um, Nike shoes that I mentioned in the kid is an episode that are the size five Y and I think they sold for like fifty or sixty dollars. So, and they sold on September first. So if I could have rounded those ones a day back, pretty much made it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm feeling good about that. My second goal was listing five items per day. Uh, like I said in the last episode, that's something that went really well all month. And I basically sold as many items as I listed during August. So I think I listed like 140 items now when it's all said and done. And then I think I sold about 130 items was what we said last episode. It was cool to see that, that flow of what's coming into the closet, what's going out of the closet. And that's something that I want to like stick to with the consistent listing. Although I will say for the beginning of September, I haven't listed anything yet. So got to work on that. It's only the third. It's only the third. Yeah, exactly. So but yeah, so both goals, I feel like went really well. Like the sales were pretty good and the listing was awesome. Um, the one thing I was looking at my posh stats, just to bring it back to the posh stats for a second, <laughs> is I know a few episodes ago, we were talking about how I'm zoning in on a thousand items sold in Poshmark history of my closet. And I'm currently at 910 listings sold. So I'm hoping. Oh, yeah. I might hit that by the end of September. Yeah, you were saying like, oh, because I was saying. I was trying to hit it by my birthday, November 7th. And I was like, you'll hit it way before then. You were right. Two full months before your birthday. You'll make it. (laughs) And I, as you know, I already sold 10 today. So. So just (laughs) nailing it. I have a question for you because you used to have a notoriously slow shipping time. That's mine's Before pretty good. Before you went full time, full time. So, what's your shipping time now? I'm at two point three, which Ooh, that's really good. Isn't it? Doesn't like I'm looking at my posh stats right now, and it, I have the green badges on everything except for the shipping time. So, I'm a top seller, top rated seller, top ten percent sharer. Like I think it has to be under mentor. two. I know. Yeah. So I'm not a. I don't have the fast shipper badge. But I am, I'm definitely better because I can't remember what it used to be, but I swear it was like 2.7 or 2.8 at one point. And it takes a long time to kick it down. Yeah. Remember when that was one of my goals? Yeah. That's what (laughs) we learned. It's like, this is not something you would accomplish in 30 days. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a lifestyle change, not a fad diet. (laughs) Yeah. I would like make a sale and like instantly package it. Yeah. No, I usually ship within two days for sure now. And most of the time within one day, like I go to the post office like every other day. So yeah, it adds a little bit of time too, because you drop it off in one of those blue boxes. And sometimes like it doesn't start tracking until like the next morning. I'll get like yes. a bunch of notifications at like 5 a.m. of yes. them all shipping. So. Start tracking overnight, like no matter when I drop them off at the post office, even yeah. if I scan them myself when I'm there, I'm like, 
I don't really understand that. It must just all process at once or something. Yeah. It's interesting too when like you ship out a bunch of stuff like I did for my sale and most of them start tra- tracking and then like a couple didn't get scanned or something. Yeah. It's like, well, how did that happen? I went to the post office earlier this afternoon and I dropped off four packages and like one started tracking like an hour ago, but the rest, I don't know. <laughs> Unknown. Hopefully they show up. No, I've had it happen before too, where like they never start tracking, but they just like delivered five stars. Yeah. So, <laughs> so weird. You never know what's going to happen. Okay. So then moving into September, what are your goals going to be? So I am going to up the sales goal to 3,500 in September. I'm not doing like a listing goal this month, but I like I'm not officially doing it for this podcast, but I'm still I'm gonna try to list like six things a day <laughs> this month. <laughs> starting starting as soon as I start here, hopefully tomorrow. I went sourcing yesterday and today, so I have some stuff to nice. get listed. And I would like to kind of up the listing goal per day. And hopefully that can edge out some more sales during the total month then. The other thing I wanna do for my goal for September is my jeep is officially fixed so i have trunk space again so that you know what that means i'm back on facebook marketplace with the furniture flips <laughs> yeah so we were talking about the goals for that and i don't really know how to like i want it to be like a measurable goal i always like the second goal to be something that like you can do regardless of your actual results with selling so i want wanted to just commit to like sourcing one Facebook marketplace, like furniture item per week. Cause I feel like if I go sourcing a few times a week, like, like I have been doing and I check out those furniture areas, I got to be able to find at least one thing. Yeah. In June when I was focusing on Facebook marketplace and I wasn't even focusing like that hard on it, but just to have a little bit of an extra diversification of the income was like, it really helped a lot in my month total. So I definitely want to do that again. How much of your, like roughly, how much of your August sales was Mercari? Only like $250, I think. For sure under $300, but it was one, two, three, four. I made six sales on Mercari. Yeah, mine was like $300-ish too. Yeah. So I want to keep that up with cross-listing, but I feel like I just have less control over like, I feel like Mercari, I don't know what to do on Mercari. We need more tips. <laughs> we need more tips. <laughs> I have been cross-listing stuff over there and keeping up with it. And I've been trying to do the promotions. I could probably do better about that. I think that might be one of the things where I like think I'm nailing it because I do it yeah. like every few days, but I don't know that I do it every day. Yeah. I do that too, where I have like one week where I'm really good on it. And then the following week after that, I have all these like not a lot, but like a few Mercari sales. And then I'm like, oh, I'm just nailing it. That yeah. second week, I'm not really doing anything. It's reaping the rewards from the first week. So yeah. What about your September? Okay. So for September, I think my goal is going to be 1400, which I know is a little lower than August, but I think there was a few variables in August with running a sale and then finding a few like really good items that I don't want to like leave up to chance, you Mm -hmm. know? So I'm giving myself a little, okay, it's like $120 less, like it's not that much less, but a little wiggle room there, but I'm still hoping to have a good, a really strong month for September. So that's going to be my sales goal. And then my other goal is I have this goal like every couple of months, <laughs> but it's a good reminder because I get so stuck in my ways of just going to Plato's closet close to my house. I know where it is. I don't have to type it into my GPS. It's easy. I always find stuff. So I just get stuck in the routine of just going there to source because I don't really source a lot, a high frequency during the week. So my goal is going to be to like alternate. So if I go to Plato's closet, then next time, even if it's like the next weekend or whatever, I have to, if I want to go sourcing, I have to go like somewhere besides Plato's before I can go back to Plato's again. I think it'll just be a good change of pace to have some different cost items in my closet. I've noticed now that I go to Plato's a lot, it's like, most of my closet is becoming like from Plato's now, which is fine, but 
it'll be it, it's fun to ha- be able to like play with the prices more and you're able to do that more with items from like salvation army or goodwill or those other places keep where the cost of goods a little more a of a mix yeah definitely not stopping going to play-dohs because it is my favorite so gotta mix it up a little i know i'm even thinking um i, I mean i've been going to a, a i go to goodwill probably as often as i go to play-dohs right now but um i've ever since I went to that like dinner with the other resellers and they, they mentioned all like these, like one of them was talking about Buffalo exchange a lot. And one of them was talking about um, a consignment shop called like my sister's closet. That's in Phoenix. I don't know if they have it other places too, but I'm like, I need to check those out too. Cause I love Plato. So I need to like, I know what's and stopping like, me. Like now I feel comfortable paying sometimes like $20 for an item. If I know, know it's going to be a good flip for like, hundred dollars or something yeah where I feel like even six months ago I wouldn't pay twenty dollars like period you know just because I wasn't I didn't like know enough so I, totally like I'm, I feel like I went to Buffalo Exchange a few times last summer and in my head I keep being like oh like they didn't have good stuff there but actually in my like I'm failing yeah. to consider that I probably went there and was like oh they only have one pair of Madewell jeans like walk out that's all I'm looking for but now, now that we have learned a few more brands, it's like, I need to go there and look for the goldies that you and Macy find. Right. Yeah. Just kind of balancing the like higher cost, being able to flip it fast or lower cost, having to like dig a little more, kind of playing with all those variables. I feel like it's good too, because especially if we try to run a sale again, probably not this month, but like maybe next month or the month after, you kind of always want there to be like a mix of price points that way when people are bundling stuff that gives you a little more wiggle room to accept offers yeah I was thinking too like going to like a true thrift store lets you be a little more creative too because it's not curated and someone hasn't already looked through it and like picked out what they think are the good items where like at a thrift store you can find like some like vintage item that's not really like necessarily a cool brand but it's like a cool item that you kind of found yourself I just haven't had that experience in a while since I've been at Play-Doh's a lot of finding the hidden gem you know yeah goodwill or like traditional like Salvation Army thrift stores first of all there's just more vintage items there and the prices of the vintage items are so reasonable yeah that you can kind of take a risk on them and it's like a two dollar shirt so you don't feel that bad if you end up having to sell it for like eight dollars yeah it takes a while yeah I still gotta bring a measuring tape and check out the men's jeans yes you have to for fall yeah so I know I need to do that too actually (laughs) I've been over to the men's section much lately awesome well we'll keep you updated with how we are doing this month in September and we'll be back next week with another episode Yeah, if you enjoyed today's episode of Sisters Who Posh, feel free to head over to Apple Podcast, leave us five stars, leave us a review. We love to see those. It totally makes our day when we get a new review in there. And it also helps other listeners find our podcast. Definitely. And don't forget to send us questions and send us your listener wins. We want to celebrate with you and share your wins with the Sisters Who Posh crew, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Love you, Tay. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Dun, 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 the Sisters Who Posh. 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 Posh.